0: Abuse, rape, or trauma are things that happen to people who are victims at that very moment. Child or adult, there's nothing you could have done to prevent the atrocity. But when it's over, the healing must begin. It gets every day. You have inner beauty. You have inner worth and value. Framing your past as your past and leaving it there will help you to frame your future and lead you to the place where you belong with a woman's soul restored here's Latanya hendry hello and welcome to a woman's soul restored it is an awesome opportunity to be able to come before you and do this and i am so excited to i consider this such a blessing to be able to have a format to address a subject that I am so passionate about and that has touched my life dearly. So what does it mean to restore a woman's soul? Well, we can not sum it up by saying that we can be living life day by day, vicariously, and look normal to people on the outside. And that's just saying that we could just be like, Managing our families working on our jobs just doing basic things like all of us do we live our lives the best We can daily But deep down inside is something that's holding us back from living our life to our fullest potential Something that may have happened in our past or something that may be going on currently But what restoring your soul actually means is that we address those things that keeps us from living The life that we want to live that keeps us from doing the things that we possibly want to do out of fear. From something that has happened in our past that we still hold on to. Restoring your soul means addressing those areas that keeps reoccurring to us. That rape that happened on a date. That uncle that touched you inappropriately. The molestation that has you afraid to open up to anyone. Even your mate. Some things hurt so deep until it's, you can't talk to anyone about it, so you keep it inside. And that's the thing that holds us back. Those things that we keep deep down that we don't want to share with anybody because we may feel that they may judge us or, or make us feel ashamed of the thing that has happened to us. The deep stuff that no one may know about except you. I will address those topics weekly and help you get to a place of not forgetting but truly loving and living your truth with no reservations about being judged. To stop blaming yourself for something you had no control over. To be able to look in the mirror and see your beauty and not what happened to you. And that's a struggle for some of us. To be able to look in the mirror and not see our past. We look in the mirror and we want to see our authentic selves. We want to see the beauty that we are, the the beautiful women that we are, the creative women, the women that do almost everything to keep a household going. But most of the times we see the hurt, we see the pain, we see the scars, the invisible scars that are there. And we see that before we see anything else. And throughout the day those images stick with us instead of the things that the the beauty that we are the awesomeness that we are as women we see scars instead of beauty let's just go one step further and say that we see what is currently happening to us now something may have happened to you the night before And you look in the mirror and you rehash that incident that had happened, that abuse. That whatever it is that you're going through, that you're living right now. When you look in the mirror the next day, of course that's what you're going to see. You can't see the beauty because the beauty is hid behind the hurt and the pain and the scars. We will have those difficult conversations here on a woman's soul restored. So we've answered What is restoring a woman's soul? So you might be curious about who am I? Who is LaTanya Hendry? Well, I'm an ordained minister, a wife, a mother, grandmother, I'm a published author, empowerment speaker and coach, writing coach and editor, and so many other hats that I wear just as many of you. Because as a woman you have to wear so many hats just to function day to day. You have to be the cab driver for the kids, the the, the cook, the chef in the house, the housekeeper. Um, you have to maintain and still keep the house going even though you have an outside job. Or if housekeeping is your job, if you're a homemaker. And your job is to keep the house clean, cook, and watch the children. That's one of the most important jobs in the world. Because rearing your children is shaping the next generation. So, of course, that's important. But it's also draining. And if you have to do that on top of having issues and the daily humdrum of life, that could become almost overwhelming. But on top of all those things that I listed, let's go a little deeper. Because there's always a deeper surface to each of us. And sometimes we have to scrape that deeper surface just to get to the exterior of what is going on. So I'm also a rape survivor. I'm a domestic abuse survivor. A sexual abuse survivor. A survivor of having my mother taken away from me when I was three years old by my abusive father. I was able to beat the odds of being a teen mother by having three productive adult children that did not repeat the cycle. I am not a statistic, but the key word is that I am a survivor. But I had to address all those issues that happened to me before I could even attempt to fully walk in who I am today. It was a very long journey, but a necessary road trip that I had to take. So here's the thing. When you are raising children and you're still going through whatever the situation may be or addressing things in the past that you haven't fully dealt with yet, it's hard because you want to focus on your children. Or if you're married and have a spouse, you want to be able to focus on them. But there's something in the background or, or in the backdrop that's always pulling you back, that's always requiring an occupation inside of your brain that wants to linger there and keep you there and sometimes not even wanting to let you go but here's the thing about that there is an escape, there is a way to get past those memories, not forget but a way to manage that memory to where that memory or that current situation doesn't control you that you can find a way out and never have to look back and it be only a memory not something that's guiding your day to day life but something that happened to you and helped shape the person that you are now so today I'm going to talk about one of those things that I am as a survivor and that was having my first child at the age of 16 this is hard because sometimes memories are you know some places we just don't want to go back to and in saying that sometimes we need to go back. Sometimes we need to go backwards in order to move forward. Sometimes we have to address those painful issues, those painful things. Now, being pregnant is not a painful thing. I was pregnant during an era where it, it was unheard of for teenagers to be pregnant in high school. Um I was actually one of three girls that was pregnant at my high school and Even though I played um, high school basketball, all that was forgotten. I became the pregnant girl, um, the one that, you know, and the three of us stuck together through that time. looked like we, you know, I think we had our babies a couple of weeks apart, but we was forced to become each other's best friend because each of us shared something that the rest of the students in school did not share we were about to become mothers we watch our bodies change shape we we we, we were young and not understanding a lot of the emotions and things that come along with being pregnant but that wasn't the thing that changed my life so to speak I was brutally when I was seven months pregnant I was brutally raped and left under a house for dead a very vicious attack um, And I was showing a little bit, so my attacker had to know that I was pregnant, but my attacker also did not care. Um, I have scars on my stomach that's not stretch marks, but it's cut marks that have healed over the years and have left scars that look like stretch marks, but they go a little deeper. I occasionally used to watch the commercials about the cream that could diminish stretch marks and I always wondered was it something that I could get to diminish my cut marks on my stomach because each time I take a shower, each time I change my clothing, each time I'm doing anything, looking in the mirror at my body I see those marks and those marks are a constant reminder of what happened to me but that's not who I am anymore. What happened to me doesn't define who I am now but it helped to shape who I am now so how did I come back from that how do you come back from being raped and left for basically dead this man I think he, he really was trying to kill me that morning on st. Patrick's Day in 1984 I could never forget because st. Patrick's Day is not only my daughter's birthday but the anniversary of something very traumatic that changed my life how do you come back from that well now, I am a minister, but I did not always believe in God because I didn't feel he had my best interests at heart. And in saying that, the hurt was so deep and so intense until, yes, I was raised in the church, but I had done went through so much even before this incident happened until I figured there was no way a God that that's supposed to be loving would let this happen to me, to a teenager. To a child, basically. So, I kind of was over the God thing. I kind of, not kind of, I was over the God thing. I didn't want to um, have any affiliation with any kind of religion. I'm not saying I practiced um, anything against God, but I did not see myself as someone that would go into a church to worship um, because of the hurt and the pain that I had already experienced On top of what I was going through, the aftermath of being found under a house by a little boy that was just outside playing. And he discovered me under the house and probably saved my life. Because if I had remained under there much longer, I would have bled out. Um, Things would have really, they were already bad, but they could have gotten much worse. So here I am at 16, already emotional about being pregnant and about to become a mom and everything was speeded up by two months because like I said I was seven months pregnant when I was attacked so now I had to deal with those issues and those emotions of somebody physically attacking me trying to kill me rape me and left me under a house for dead I had to deal with the emotions of trying to be strong and to be a, a, a mom to a newborn when I was still trying to find myself being on my own since I was 14 years old. So it was a lot going on during that time, and it took me a while. It took me some years to get myself to a place where I felt I needed to be all right with myself. I needed to understand who I was as a woman, to understand How am I supposed to cope with myself and my past and raising these children? Because I had my daughter and then eight years later, I had a son. And then 13 months later, I had another son, all by different men. So my hurt was deep to the point where I was numb. I didn't feel much. All I did was try to do the best I could to raise my children. But I wasn't living. I was just existing day to day, trying to do the best I could. But the thing about that is I realized at a certain point that I had a daughter that was looking up to me. And I wanted her to be proud of her mother. I wanted to be something to where she could say, yeah, my mom went through a lot, but that's my mom. Look at my mom. I have somebody I can look up to because I didn't have that since my mother was taken away from me at such a young age and my grandmother raised me and some things happened to me along that journey that i will discuss at a later time but i wanted her to be proud of me i wanted to break that cycle that i didn't want to be a statistic i didn't want her to be a mom at 16 and i thank god that she wasn't a mother until she was 34 two years ago my second son my oldest son Hasn't doesn't have any children. My youngest son had his first son at 25, which he's 20 months old now So my children did not take the path that I took They didn't have that life because I, I probably oversheltered them because of what I went through But that was one of the main factors that I started Noticing that I needed to change is because I needed my daughter to have a role model. That was her mother But ultimately, I changed for me because even if I did only change for my daughter, and yes, that's significant, when she got older and rebelled a bit and ended up leaving home at the exact age of 16, (laughs) where that would have left me if I had done it just for her? Because I was hurt during that process with me and my daughter, and we are so much closer than we were back then, but she was a teenager, and had lost her father when she was 14, and she was going through a lot. And a lot of that, you know, I didn't understand at the time, but as I got older and realized that I was hurting from the loss of her father, she was hurting even more um, because she was a daddy's girl. But through the mix of all of that, of, of going through what I went through, I was able to produce three wonderful children and i was able to come to a place within myself to realize that for me i needed to address those things in my past for me i needed to forgive people that have hurt me because the only person i was hurting was myself that i needed to be the woman that i knew was deep down but fear held me back i worked at a fast food job for years because I was afraid to stretch out I was afraid that I couldn't do any better so I didn't I stayed and and not saying anything was wrong with that job it's just saying deep down that was my safety place I knew it like I know the back of my hand so I stayed there because it was safe but in the mix of all that I realized that I am worth everything that's that that the universe that god says that i'm supposed to have everything that i'm supposed to be everything every talent that i have is not for my benefit it's for to help someone else so i can't be afraid i can't live in fear i can't live a life of being a recluse and keeping to myself and not trusting anybody because that's really not living so I began reaching, searching for programs and self-help books and really getting into my Bible and, and reconnecting with God and knowing that sometimes bad things happen to people. It doesn't mean that you deserve it. It doesn't mean that you're walking around asking for it. It just meant that something bad happened. So at the age of 53, I can say that I'm not numb anymore. I can say that I can and even to the point where at one for years, I could not look at any movie or any program that had a rape scene in it, and as of six weeks ago, I looked at uh it's a law in the law and order series, and I don't wanna call the name because I don't know if I could legally do that um I don't know, but I could not look at this particular show because the content of the show is abused with- women that's been raped or um Something's happened to them in that context. So I could not look at that show. But six weeks ago, I was able to sit down and look at the show. And in my mind, I kept saying, I need to get up. Um, I know what's about to come. I need to get up before this happens. And while I was struggling with my mind trying to get up, I ended up, the show went off. It was. I, I actually sat down and looked through it. And I was like, well, maybe this is my breakthrough. Maybe... I can actually look at shows and enjoy a movie or a television program that has this content. And I've seen a couple of movies that I've always wanted to look at through the years, but I knew it had certain scenes in it that I would not be able to sit through. So I did not look at them, but I have watched maybe three or four movies since that six weeks time when I was able to just sit and enjoy uh, a movie and watch the bad guy get caught. Um, Which I always knew the bad guy was going to get caught because it's scripted TV. But just to see that scene, it did something to me. It took me back to that place. And now I can truly say I'm fully healed from that part of my life because I could actually look at a, 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 a scene and know that it's a scene and understand that that's not me and that's not, I'm not living that, hitting that in that in my psyche anymore i'm past that so this was the first podcast and i hope you all join me weekly as i address these topics um as i have guests on periodically to help in that process to help some of you heal from some things that you have went through or are currently walking through. Giving you the steps to to leave or to do whatever is necessary to get you to a healthy place. So tune in and watch out for a woman's soul restored and just be ready to receive and open your hearts to whatever it is that you need to hear to get you to that place So whatever testimony you need to hear to get you to that place so for this week this is Latanya hendry with a woman's soul restored and i'm looking forward to next week and doing my next podcast you'll be surprised at the topic thank you and goodbye